Hey guys, spoilers ahead. I'm Nikki. I'm Laura. And this is Breakdown from the Couch. Uh-huh. And what kind of podcast? <laughs> this is the podcast where we find the best and worst movies on streaming services, watch them so you don't have to, and we break them down. Yep. So this week we are tackling ours. Not to be confused with The Hours, which is a Meryl Streep Oscar movie. This movie is uh, made in 2013 starring Paul Walker as a new father who must remain behind to try to keep his prematurely born daughter alive after Hurricane Katrina knocks out the power in their New Orleans hospital. Yes. Full disclosure, we did about half this podcast and Laura didn't realize we weren't recording. So now Nikki's in charge of the laptop. Yeah, that's just how it's going to have to be from now on, I guess, because... I need to stop messing up so damn Love much. you, kid. I know. I love you, too. It's only twice, but it's enough to get on my nerves. It's like so two we're just going to make it easy it's on like both of us. It's like two out of, like, seven podcast episodes or something like that. I'm not judging. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of judging, but I'm not judging. Okay. Okay. So. So our second impression, <laughs> I guess. Our second round of first impressions. Okay. You go first. Yeah. I thought this movie was going to be boring mm-hmm. and lame, mostly because I hadn't heard of it. Right. But it was okay. Yeah. I'm with you. I think it was okay. Yeah. Um, it was kind of a slow burn type film. There's yeah. not really a climax to it anywhere. Right. Which kind of bugs me. I'm one of those people I need, like, beginning, middle, climax, end. Right. Like, I need that scope of stuff. And I just don't feel like it had that. Uh, last podcast, I don't know if I said I thought it was based on a true story. I did the Google. You know me. Yeah. And it is not based on a true story. It is 100% fiction. So, whoops. Yeah. (laughs) So, shall we jump right into the breakdown? Sounds good. Again. So. Yeah. Again. (laughs) Exactly. All right. So, we're going to open, and this is just scenes from around New Orleans. Mm -hmm. You see people, like, sitting on their porches. Some people are, like, uh, boarding up windows. It's, like, the preparation before the storm is coming. Right. So, from there... You see Nolan mm-hmm. is is Paul Walker's character's name. Right. And his wife, Abigail, like, rushing into the emergency room. She's mm-hmm. on a gurney. She's in labor. Right. And it does the whole standard thing where they stop him at the door and they take her back to work on her and the baby. Right. And they're, you know, it's early and stuff like that. Yeah. And so, you know, they're both, you know, scared, obviously. Yeah, especially because it's their first baby together. Right, right. And they basically kick him to the waiting room. Right. And you kind of see a couple of people come and go from the waiting room, and then they start moving people upstairs. Yeah. They start, like, evacuating. Well, they start evacuating because the wind blows in, blows out one of the windows. That's right. And stuff like that to show you that Hurricane Katrina is, like, coming. She's arrived. She's arrived. Pretty much. So, at that point, yeah, they start evacuating people upstairs, and yeah. Nolan is scared because he still hasn't heard anything about his wife or his baby yet. And he, he's like, no, the doctor said, wait here. And they're like, well... The doctor is going to know where you are. Yeah, the doctor will know. Yeah. And so, after waiting for a long period of time, doctor mm-hmm. pulls him aside and lets him know, you know, oh, you've got, you know, you've got a baby girl. She's um, fine. She's fine. She's got to be on a ventilator, though, you know, to help For the breathe. next two days and an IV and... Right. And so... You and I both were saying, like, we didn't like how the doctor let him know that his wife had passed. Yeah. I mean, he he was very 
on the one hand, I get it, because if you're a doctor and you're having to make this kind of notification, it's never easy. So you'd of have course. to kind of build up a thick skin. Right. But this guy also has, unbeknownst to Nolan, uh, a premature baby that needs NICU. Right. He's got a dead mother. He's got a father who is now, like, angry and denial upset. Exactly. And he's got a hospital full of patients that there's a hurricane going on outside. Right. So he's got to make sure that all of those ducks are in a row, too. Yeah. So he doesn't really have time to, like, coddle anybody. Yeah. But true. he was still a jerk about it. He was. It was kind of, <laughs> you know, he, the way that he was just like, you know, I'm sorry, you know, she didn't make it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, basically her liver, you know. Her liver failed. Failed. I think he said we gave her all the blood we could or something right. like that. Right. So it sounds like no matter what they were going to do, yeah. they were going to lose Abby. Yeah, which is too bad. Yeah. But. So baby girl is on the vent. Yep. And this is where he sees, like, the first flashback. Right. Because they do a couple of these. They're not Mm -hmm. real prevalent throughout the whole movie, but they do a couple of them. Yeah. And you see Nolan and Abby, I guess they're having, like, friends over for dinner. Yeah. And they're describing how they met. Right. It's basically how they met was uh, there was a uh, robber and... It was um, like a bank robbery. Yeah, it was a bank robbery. So um, he... Which, I thought he was a cop at Me first. too. When he was, like, talking about how it was going down. Yeah. And so, but it turns out that um, he stopped one of the robbers mm-hmm. who had a gun. And she ended up running, like, hitting one of the other robbers, robbers with her car. With her car. <laughs> Which, like I said before, I'm sorry. If I see a robbery in progress, if I'm able to go in the other direction... That's gonna, where you're going. Yeah. I'm not going to get involved. I'm going And the see, other my way. mindset is if there's a dude standing in front of my car with a gun, and I'm in a vehicle that weighs way more than he does, I'm going to run his ass over. But see, like, the way that... It's like the way that they were describing the story, though, it almost made it seem like she just kind of came out of nowhere in this car and ran him over. That's true. Like, I can understand, like, yeah, if the person's, like, right in front of you, then, yeah, run them over. Run them over, yeah. But, like I said, if they're not in front of me and I can go elsewhere, I'm going the other way. Right? And see, I think... I'm no hero, okay? (laughs) I'm going the other direction. You're the one that, like, you're Shane from Walking Dead. You, like, give the guy a limp so you can get away with the oxygen. Yeah, I gotta go. (laughs) You know? Like, sorry. And see... We mentioned this, too. I think she was actually in her car, and Mm -hmm. she hit the getaway driver's car. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And straight up, she ain't getting paid for that claim. Her car insurance is not paying for that. Insurance is like, nope. Right? You got to be a hero and all, but we're not giving you shit. (laughs) That's going to be heck of a GoFundMe page. Right? I stopped a bank rob... What is it? I stopped a bank robbery, but State Farm won't pay my claim. Exactly. Where's Jake from State Farm now? Well, she sounds hideous. Right? (laughs) Okay, so we get back, and we find out that Nolan is gone for a bit of a walk, and he finds out where they're storing the bodies. Yeah. Because typically in a hospital, the morgues are, like, I guess in the basement. Right. And if the basement's flooded... Yeah, they gotta start moving They gotta go somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. So he actually starts looking at toe tags. Yeah. And finds Abby, and she's on the floor, and he can't handle it. Yeah. Which, like I said before, I don't, I don't think I would start looking at toe tags of a love, you know, for like a loved yeah. one, just because you don't want to know. No, I don't like, blame you. I wouldn't want to know either. Yeah, I mean, it's like you already know that they're dead. I don't want to like see the body laid yeah. out. And see, he 
he finds her and he uncovers her face and he's crying and he's talking right. to her. Yeah. And I mentioned this. He's, I thought I heard him say, I don't want the baby. I want you. Yeah. So it kind of gets into that bargaining side of that's what is it? The seven stages of grief. Yeah. yeah. See, I think a lot of, I think a lot of men would feel that way at first after yeah. having experienced something like that. Yeah. You know, so soon afterwards. I agree with you completely. Yeah. And, so was this where, wait, is this where you cried? A little. Because we've, we've. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. No, not yet. It comes okay. in a minute. Because remember, he bumps into the doctor and he's yeah. like, my wife is on the floor. She ain't staying on the That's floor. That's right. And they move her onto a gurney. Yep. Um, but this is, this is what we're going to start doing from now on. <laughs> because Nikki has cried or at least teared up. At more than half these movies. More than half of these movies. So, guys, from now on, we're going to, starting with the next movie, we're going to start doing a tally. I'm going to look back over our episodes and figure out how many of them have made me tear up. Yep. And then we're just going to keep track of it all season because Laura thinks it's hilarious. I do think it's hilarious. (laughs) Because we haven't done that many movies and you've cried during most of them or got, you know, emotional. emotional. We have to, like, put ground rules in place. We'll discuss those next episode. I got, okay. Okay. So. The doctor that helps him, first off, where'd they get the gurney from? If they're having to put bodies on the floor, somebody had to come, like, somebody's <laughs> Uncle John came off the gurney yeah. so that Abby could have it. Well, that's just it. They just put, took, you know, John Doe or whatever and put him on the floor, I think, and put yeah. Abby up on the gurney. In, like, a fancy smancy body bag, mm-hmm. which, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but to kind of add salt to the wound, the doctor's like, how did she die? Right. Which, I'm sorry, be a little bit more finesse with it. You know, how did she pass? How did you lose her? Yeah. Not, how'd she die? Yeah, exactly. Jerk. Yeah, you gossip. Right? And he's, you know, Nolan's like giving birth to our daughter. Right. And the doctor says, well, at least you have a daughter. Yeah. Which, like, less than two minutes ahead of time. Right. Nolan was like, I don't want the baby, I want you. And the doctor's like, well, at least you got got the baby. Right. So I thought that was kind of crappy. Yeah. But it just kind of... That's how it happens, yeah. I guess. So, at this point, he's in the room with his daughter. She's mm. on the vent. She's Nurse got nutrients, and she's also, like you right. said, on the vent. So, she's got nutrients, and she's got air. Yeah. And stuff like that. And she's depending her. on those two things to survive. Right. Nurse Shelley walks in with a birth certificate and asking what her name is. <laughs> Nurse Shelley's on Walking Dead, people. Yeah. I thought that was amazing. Yeah. I saw her and I'm like, Shelly! Because I don't know what her character's name is on Walking Dead. Oh, okay. She's getting more action and more, like, scenes and lines and stuff this season because they're killing off so many other main characters. Nice. But I was really excited when I saw her. So now you're just going to call her Shelly when The Walking Dead is on? Probably. Don't judge me. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like Sean Astin will forever be Sam Gamgee. That's true. Elijah Wood will always be Frodo. That's true. Um, But, um... Yeah, and he's, you know, she wants to have, you know, wants to know what he's going to name her. Right. And he, you know, at first is like, well, I like the name Haley, but my wife hated it. I thought that was hilarious. That was kind of funny. At first, I honestly thought he was just going to name the kid Haley, just out of spite. <laughs> like, well, she's gone, so I'm going to give it the name that I want. Right. But anyway, and she was like, well, she's like, haha, you know, Katrina is all anybody's talking about now. And I'm thinking, if he names this baby Katrina. I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. It's like, I thought no. the same thing. Yeah. Thankfully, no, he decides to name her Abby after, after her, her mother. Mom. So that was really sweet. It was. Uh, so then we jump to, this is where it really starts giving us the timestamps of stuff. This right. is where I think the first real news footage yep. 
because uh, it really show... starts coming into play. Because they talked about it a little bit, like yeah. everyone's gearing up for the storm. Right. And then at this point, you see it's 10.47 a.m. I'm glad you took notes on, like, timestamps and stuff, because I didn't well, do any of that. Well, when the question of, of sleep occurred to me, and we'll get uh, into that in a that's little true. bit, I started true. keeping track of how long this dude was awake. Right. So, at 10.47... The news clicks on is like Katrina's here. She's horrible. She's awful. Right. The storm is here. You see everybody like running down the hall with babies in their arms, yeah, including Doctor Edmonds, yeah, who's the guy that told Nolan his wife was dead, right? And he manages to stop him, and he's like, "No, we're just evacuating anyone who can move." Yeah, you know, you're fine. You're fine. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if the power goes out, you know, you've got backup. that battery's gonna be good for two days, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not. It's not. we'll get to that. So, power goes down, and the hospital's backup power came on. Right. So, he's not having to depend on a battery. Yeah. There's the backup power from the hospital so far. Right. We jump to 12 p.m. Mm-hmm. Nolan leaves and goes downstairs because he's looking for food. Yeah. And the cafeteria's like, I called it a ghost town cafe. There's nobody there. All of the vending machines are tapped out. Right. Um, he luckily bumps into a cafeteria worker, and I think his name was Cruz. I can't be 100% sure because I didn't write it down. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention to that. <laughs> um, but he was like a real nice guy. He's like, hey, man, what are you doing here? And the guy's like, my baby's upstairs. I can't leave. Right. And then he's like, well, you know, the nurse has pretty much cleared out all of our supplies, which... Damn, yeah. nurses. I know, right? <laughs> what the hell? Like, you had to know that there were some patients that, like, had to, you Still know, there, stay. yeah. But, I mean, I guess it makes sense if they thought, you know, they don't know when they're coming back after the hurricane. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know, if and the cafeteria was closed. This guy was, like, last man standing. Right. He was going to go to the bigger hospital mm-hmm. because they had food but no cooks. Oh, okay. I remember that now. And... Basically, he's like, there's not much, but here's some salami and some turkey. He hands yeah. him some lunch meat. And then uh, a bunch of coins for the vending machine. He gave him right. basically all the coins out of the register. Yeah. And so he stocks up on, like, the chips and the pop and the, exactly, all that Exactly. Exactly. He's got all of these, like, snack food. Yeah. It's almost like a road trip. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when you go into a gas station right. when you're about to leave on a road trip to get snacks. He basically buys out everything. Yeah, which you everything can't blame him. You gotta... Everything that's left. And the guy tells him, you know, first floor's tapped out. Go to the third and fifth floors or something oh, okay. like that. So there was that. Uh, and then from there, you see... A newscast, a second mm. newscast, this is where the levees break. Right, right. And right before you see it, Nolan actually looks out the window and he's like, oh, the, storm the clouds is over. are passing yeah. over, the storm's over, Katrina's done. Right, so he's thinking he's basically in the clear. Yeah, I didn't realize the levees didn't break till after the storm had passed. Yeah, I didn't remember I'd all Because when this really came out, all anyone heard about was the levee broke it's, it's, a, yeah, you know, everyone's dying, everyone's and... in danger and all of those things. But I didn't realize that. But looking back, it makes sense because so many people were able to get out first. Right. And there was a preacher somewhere that talked about how it showed, you know, God's love or forgiveness or something. Right. Because the levees held until people were gone. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so levee breaks and you see on the surveillance camera, like, all the the ER is yeah. where he was sitting initially. Right. Flooded. Everything's And yeah, it's, it's flooding flooded. like fast. Right. And then, of course. Now the power is out. Now the, the 
backup power's gone. Yeah. So, he looks over at the screen, because mm-hmm. they told him the battery in the incubator is supposed to last for two days. Right. He's got three minutes. He's got three minutes, yeah. So, he's panicking because his baby's going to die. Right. And he actually runs down the hall and manages to find a small hand crank generator. Which I was like, is this from World War II? Right? What the hell is this? I had no idea they had Jennies that were hand cranked. That was amazing to me. <laughs> I know. Well, I was like, holy crap, what is this? I mean, it makes sense, though, because it's like, since there's obviously no power, you can't really hook anything up. True. But I, I know, I was looking, I was like... Is that from the war? Like, because I always thought a generator either had to have, like, a massive battery all its right, own. Right, Or, like, you had to have fuel to run it because it ran like an oh, engine. That's true. I didn't realize you could do, like, hand crank. Yeah. Generator. I thought that was great. I didn't either. Yeah. So, he goes in, he hooks it up, and pretty much every three minutes, he's revving it a couple of times to get the, the yeah. battery back. Because and he has to keep doing that because otherwise Every she three runs minutes out. or she's dead. Yeah. Yeah. So, Nurse Shelley comes back with a random child. Yeah. I was like, I know. It's this like, child the remains un- That's what I was wondering. Did like, the parents just like leave? Where are her parents? Like, yeah. was she a patient at the hospital? Because right. she's in, I don't think she was in like pajamas. I right. think she was just in regular clothes. So did she just get separated and maybe her parents were patients or yeah, something? The, yeah, maybe. And, you know, Nurse Shelley just found her wandering around. Right. I don't know. Um, But Shelley's there with a random child and they're trying to figure out what to do now. Because she's telling him... The levees are broke, and he's not getting that that means there's nowhere for them to go. Exactly. Which, okay, so yeah, they're trying to figure out, you know, what to do. My question is, is why can't they just put her in a different incubator where the, you know, where there's more than three minutes. On the battery. Exactly. I'm like, which I realize, it would make for a much shorter movie. It really would. (laughs) I'm I'm thinking logically. I'm sorry, okay? Exactly. So, but I mean, he's like, well, you know, let's just put her in the elevator. Shelly's like, we can't. The elevators aren't running. There's right. no power. No power. Now. Yeah. And he's like, and she's like, we can't take her down the stairs. Yeah. So it boils down to, and you can see on her face, she thinks if she leaves, they're both going to die. Yeah. I did. I saw that. And it's, mm-hmm. she's like, I'm going to go get help. Yeah. And she, and like her face says, by the time I get back yeah. here. One or both of them is not going to be here. Exactly. So that kind of got me a little bit. I didn't cry. <laughs> I didn't cry, but it made me just like, oh, God, like, how would you feel? Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? So she also tells him that Dr. Edmonds, you know, Dr. Douchebag. Yeah. Dr. Edmonds had left with ICU patients with the intention of coming back, but the levees broke. Yeah. So he wasn't intentionally Right. He didn't intention- Yeah, exactly. But it still ended up that way. Yeah. So, Shelly and the random child take off to go get help. <laughs> Let's be real. Shelly, like, kidnapped the kid, and we didn't... Like... I don't want to... I'm not <laughs> going to speak ill of Nurse Shelly, because she's honestly one of the most redeeming characters of this entire that's, film. That's That's true. not Paul Walker. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? We'll get to that later and yeah. stuff, but... So, he basically settles into wait with his road trip food. Mm-hmm. And now he's got more bad news because right. he's not getting a full three minutes on the charge anymore. Right, he's getting about two hours and or not, no, like two, two minutes, minutes forty five seconds or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So he decide he he panics a little. Well, yeah, like he's worried because if it's losing time, no matter how 
he how how hard and how he often cranks he it. cranks it. Yeah, he's running out of time no matter what. Right. Even though he cranks it every time he runs out of time. You yeah. know what I mean? It's kind of a vicious cycle. It is. It's this horrible countdown the entire movie. Right. So, uh, he starts talking to baby Abby. Mm-hmm. And he's... Showing her pictures. He's showing her pictures. And then he realizes that she has to have a diaper change because yeah. she's not had one yet. I know. Which means she's probably had that diaper on for over 12 hours already from the night before. Which I'm thinking, like, how bad would that diaper rash be? It would be pretty... It would be pretty gnarly. Yeah. Coming from a daycare worker of six years... Yeah. It would be pretty gnarly. Yeah. Especially on preemie baby skin. Oh, yeah. That's true. Because their skin, it's... It's even more delicate. Mm Mm-hmm. So... That's probably, like, the one ray of sunshine this movie kind of has. Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Like, him trying to figure out, first off, how the diapers worked. Right. And how he's supposed to change them, and then... Well, she's also in the incubator, too. So, so he can't just, like, yeah. maneuver. He's got to, like, have his arms through the holes on the sides. So right. he's kind of... Yeah. I like how he had, like, the gloves <laughs> and stuff on. The gloves on. Yep. and. He probably couldn't smell it as much as most dads smell the first diaper well, yeah. because she was in the intubator. Well, and did you hear where he was like, you know, God, what'd would you eat, Would it be the tar? Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's... Well, that's he what know newborn it. babies do. Right. Right. If Dr. Edmonds had stuck around, he'd know that. <laughs> and he'd be able to answer these questions. Stupid Dr. Edmonds. <laughs> okay, so then he finishes that. And I love the fact when they show the diaper, there's, like, one side's done perfect, mm-hmm. and the other side, he's, like, taped yeah, with medical got, tape. Yeah, it's medical tape. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Uh, but this is where he gets uh, a flashback. hmm Now, this flashback has gone from, you know, them talking to friends about how they met to showing how they actually met. Right. They're talking, you know, joking back and forth about, you know, filling out the police report. Right. And he ends up asking her out. Yep. And all of that. I thought that was just really, really it was. sweet. That is, That would be a pretty cool story to tell. That like, would be your an kids. awesome yeah. story. Not like, what was the War of the Roses one? The One Night Stand? Yeah, exactly. This is a story we'll tell our grandchildren. Yeah. That would have been a horrible story. This, yeah. this would have been amazing. Exactly. So, uh, then the IV starts beeping because the meds run out. Right. So, this is where I made this comparison earlier. Do you remember those big rubber balloons and the thick rubber bands yeah where you held the rubber band and you could punch the balloon exactly and it would bounce and stretch and come back to you <laughs> that's what nolan reminds me of this entire movie well, yeah because he's got to go back and forth like a exactly times. because he can only leave for like two minutes right so he like it's almost like a relay like mm-hmm. how far can you get in two minutes exactly so he runs down he finds a cooler with all the iv bags which and this is what bothered me uh-huh okay so the I the bag or whatever that you know is feeding his daughter has mm-hmm. an orange sticker. Right. Okay, that's fine. So he grabs all the bags and stuff like that that he you know can find that has this orange sticker. Mm-hmm. The thing that bothered me was he didn't. It's like he didn't look. He just went based on sticker, but he didn't take the time. Like it would have only taken a second, right? Right. To just look and make sure. Oh yeah, this is the same thing, and not oh this is actually insulin. Oops. Well, here's. And I mentioned this a minute ago, too. They have wildly different colors. Like, one are orange, one is white, one is, like, purple. I know, but still. So, I get what you mean, but I kind of get 
why he grabbed all the orange stickers. And then when he get back to the room, he can check them before he hooks them but up. But he didn't, though. He really That's doesn't. That's what I'm so saying. So he got lucky. Like I, Again, this could have yeah, been a much shorter movie exactly. if he put the wrong bag up I'm there. I'm just saying, like, I understand maybe not, like, reading them, like, right then. And like you said, just grabbing all the orange ones. Uh-huh. But he could have taken the second to look and be like, oh, okay, yes, these are the exact same thing. Right, yeah. And not, yeah, oops, it's insulin. Or oops, it's adrenaline. Yeah. Or I don't know. But whatever. the other thing is... He's also at least 12 hours without sleep at this point. Oh, that's true. Because he was, he, they were there the night before. Right. And he has not slept. Yeah. And so, of course he can't sleep because the baby will now die. Now he's got to rev the machine every three yeah. minutes. There's no naps for him. Yep. So at this point it jumps to Tuesday, 13 hours, no power. So he's been up a full day and a half, Mm -hmm. and it shows. You see the bags. Right. You see he looks exhausted. Oh, yes. So it actually shows him talking to Abby about how he proposed to her mom. Which was really sweet. I loved that because he was like, you know, I had all this stuff planned out, and I pulled out the ring, and she got mad. And I was so afraid that she was going to, like, tell me no and, like, ruin my life forever because she wouldn't marry me. No, it's because she had a ring. She was going to propose to him, exactly. and he beat her to it, and she got mad. Yep, so they both basically proposed at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> that was so cute. Exactly. And he mentioned that the resort they were at was a business write-off. I know all about business write-offs. Oh, nice. Because I'm a 1099 employee. That would have been fantastic. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, what do I get to write off? Mostly just mileage on my car. Yeah. This would have been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Squirrel, we're back. So... He talks about that and he shows her the picture because yeah. somebody took a picture where they're both holding the ring for each right, other. Right, right. I think didn't he also put like his ring up there? Or her he sh- ring? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. He put her wedding rings on the top of the yeah, incubator. Yeah, the top of the incubator. Aww. I know. Don't cry. I'm not gonna cry. Shut up. Yes. So then he pulls out this card. It says the Order of the Spur or something right. like that. And when he... He talks about, you know, oh, he would have loved you, and he puts the card down, mm-hmm. and on the back you see, there is no quit, love dad. Right. So Which it would have like, been her oh, grandpa. It would have been her grandpa. Yeah. And he starts talking, and you realize the pregnancy was really high risk. It was really rough. Yeah. He says she was taking all of these vitamins and all of these pills and doing all of this stuff the doctor told her just so she could have the baby. Exactly. Okay. We are now at 17 hours, no power, mm-hmm. no sleep. Still cranking that thing. Still cranking the thing. Uh, we find out there's no phones. Right. And the water is receding. Mm-hmm. So he sets his stopwatch. Yeah. And does the bounce thing. He books it downstairs to the ambulance. Which, like I said, girl, if this had been <laughs> us, our poor baby would not have made it. No, we're not runners. We're not runners. I would have. I would love to be, but in my current state, no. we're not runners. Neither of us are runners. If you see me running, it's because I'm being chased by somebody with a weapon. Yep. Like, that's as far as it's going to get. If you see one of us running, then you need to start running yourself, because something Zombies bad, are coming. Yeah, something That's the only way I'd still on. be alive. Zombies are coming, so, and they're slow. Props to Paul Walker's <laughs> character for being able to run back and forth over and over and over for every exactly. single take exactly it's craziness i know so yeah so he runs down the stairs to this ambulance so he gets in there and it won't start it won't start obviously because it was underwater I'm sure. exactly and but you know he sees the cb radio yep so he's you know calling trying to get some help 
he has to, of course, run back up again to right. do the crank. And, and see, it's like he gets inside the hospital right. door, and then you hear the radio cackle on. Somebody's you like, know. is anyone on this thing? Right. You know, any evacuation, any contact, emergencies, turn to channel 12. Right. Well, Paul Walker comes running back, and he doesn't hear it all. Yeah, and so, of course, he gets back on there again, only this time, now all he's getting is, is just... the emergency broadcast right. on a loop. Yeah. Yep, and so... I, you mentioned before why why not why did you leave the radio in the ambulance just yeah. take it with you yeah exactly because but no he he decides he's gonna beat the crap out of it because yeah. he's mad because yeah. it won't work but like CB radios they're portable yeah exactly <laughs> rip that sucker out of the dash if you have to take it with you right uh, but he didn't he left it there because as far as he knew it was no longer any good and he goes back upstairs to the baby. Cranks the, the generator. Right. And he goes looking for, now like, this, a generator room. Well, at this point, they've lost more time, right, on the... Yeah. Yeah. He's So, so now it's not even getting, to like, to the full two minutes, 45 seconds. Yeah. He's losing more time he, yeah, every time. Yeah, he's losing time after so, so long. Exactly. So, we talked about this as well. He goes looking for the, the generator room, like the hospital's main room for all of these items, right? But this is after he's been through literal shit. This, yeah, he's waist deep. <laughs> yeah. And we mentioned this when we were talking about Interview with the Vampire. It's Louisiana, so it's a swamp. Yeah. There is not just, like, you know, animals Which in this water. I There's thought for sure we were going to see. I thought for sure. And- well, no, I thought for sure we were, we were either going to see... Alligator. Yeah, I thought we were going to see an alligator or some snakes. Some wildlife. Yeah, for sure. But that didn't happen. But it anyway, didn't happen. But all but, I can think about is it's a sewage system in a city that is flooded out. So right. there's people poop all over the place. Exactly. There's been bodies decaying in mm-hmm. it because people have been killed by this flood. Right. So God only knows on a bacterial level what is this water is full of exactly but he finds a generator like a big one and his timer goes off so he has to rush back upstairs crank the generator for miss abby rushes back downstairs and you realize he's cut his hand open yeah which somewhere along the line i thought for sure it was like oh shit this is how he's gonna die he's He's gonna gonna get get this massive infection exactly with a fever yep I thought for sure, like, okay. He's going to lose his hand. Right. I thought. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Because God only knows what's in the water and now right. he's got an open wound. Exactly. But he ends up getting back to the generator and he electrocutes himself. Yeah, he does. Like, <laughs> and I only laugh because I know people who haven't necessarily done it on this big of a scale, but they've electrocuted each other. Right. And they do it for the hell of it because yeah. it's the country and there's not a whole lot of entertainment. So, you know. Yeah. So he electrocutes himself. He's unconscious. The generator is fried. Mm -hmm. So there is no saving the generator. Right. And then it becomes a question of, he's unconscious. He's face down in this filthy water. Yeah. Is he going to wake up in time to not drown? And is he going to wake up in time to get back to the baby and crank the mini generator? Well, of course he does. Because otherwise the movie would have Would have ended here. Yeah. Yeah. So, but this time when he gets up there, the ventilator actually completely dies. Like, yeah. there's, it beeped out of all of his little warnings, and then mm-hmm. boom, everything goes dark. Right. He gets it back up and running, but he's lost more time on the timer. Right. And then we jump to 19 hours, no power. hmm So he's been awake probably at least 24 hours himself at this point. Yeah. Wow. 
So you find out from the news, like, the, this is where the Katrina rescues are starting to happen. Yeah. They're starting to get, you know, helicopters out to people, boats out to people. They're starting to try and, and save people. Yeah. But I think they also did mention, like, looters and... They talked about the yeah. people who are looting. They talked about, um, basically, be careful. Yeah. Yeah, because there's people that are, like, yeah, scavenging. Well, yeah, because they're also desperate. And, exactly. You know. So, I mean, there's looters and then there are scavengers. Right. So... This is something that I thought was really interesting. Okay. The helicopter flies by the hospital, right? Mm-hmm. So he's got these two roadside flares that he's planning on using to signal them. Right. He runs up, gets almost to the door, and his watch goes off. Yeah. So he has to run back down to the baby, yeah. crank it again, and then book it back up the stairs. I mean, damn. Holy crap. I have yeah. to give Paul Walker props because right. the amount of running he had to do every single day for this mm-hmm. film... I probably would have just died instead. No, yeah, like, no, we would have, no we for sure. But he gets up to the roof, and there's a helicopter, and they see him. So you think, this is it. Right. They're saved. They're yeah. going to come in. They're at least going to see what the issue is, and then find a way to get someone to him to save the baby. Right. No, these assholes on the roof next door start shooting the helicopter, yeah. and they're like, save us first. Yeah, I didn't get that it's either. It's like assholes. Yeah. Desperation. Well, yeah. I guess. I mean, that's really what it would have boiled down to, is they were desperate. Right. So, of course, the helicopter steers off and yeah. goes to these people, He's... and Paul Nolan can't stay on the roof, because yeah. his timer's going back off. I know. So, he basically just drops the flare and gives up. Yeah. So... It jumps then to 21 hours. Mm-hmm. No power. Right. So, this was the unexpected happy moment for me. He found a dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. And it was a sweet dog. I know. Well, he gets there and the dog, it's like somebody's pet because it's got a tag on. Right. So, you, and at first he thought like, somebody's here with me. So, he's like, hello, mm-hmm. who's there? Right. Well, he gets down to like the waiting room of the floor. Mm-hmm. And this dog is all tangled up in what looks like whatever it was tied down with in the yeah. yard. Yeah. Because it's not a leash. It's like a, a lead rope of some kind. Mm-hmm. So he ends up untangling the dog. And now they're buddies. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> like the dog follows him back to the baby's room and he gives him some lunch meat. Yeah. And then they're like buds for the rest of the movie. Yeah. The news. Uh, oh, no. Hang on. Yeah, I put their new buds after he entangles the dog, and then they play the guessing game yeah. for this dog's name. Yeah. And initially, when he starts running names by this dog, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, just check the tag, dumbass. Yeah, I know, it's right? a huge dog tag. Exactly. But he ends up checking in. It just says, I'm a rescue dog. It's like... And Paul Walker's like, well, you're laying down on the job. Yeah. And I'm like, but, I don't think it's that kind of rescue. Well, not only that, it's like, why as an owner would you put, I'm a rescue dog, and not the name of the damn dog? Or a phone number to reach you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I realize even if there had been, like, a phone number, you know, It would have been useless. It would have been useless in the situation. But you at least put the dog's name on the dog tag. Exactly. That's, like, the point of a dog tag. Exactly. Not, I'm a rescue dog. Well, good for you. What's your name? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But he actually settles on Sherlock. Yeah, Sherlock. And then he flashes back to 
Abby's conception. Yeah, that's because he and his what wife. Yeah, yep. he and his wife. I guess they were at this big hotel resort thing, mm-hmm. and they had a dinner reservation. Well, that but got he got frisky, and they missed it. Hey, when Paul Walker, you know, wants to get, frisky, I'd have missed my dinner reservation yeah. too. I mean, I love food and all, but Paul Walker is gonna come first. Yeah, I mean, he's one of those guys I'm not gonna kick out of bed for eating crackers. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, and he's that's telling her, like, this that's how you were made. Yeah, which, okay. All right. Yeah. I'd stick with the bank robber story before I I'd too. stick with the, that one. Well, let's, okay. But, I mean, no it was kid. just another one of those sweet moments. I mean, obviously, she's a baby. She isn't going to remember any of that. Right. But no kid ever wants to hear the conception story. No. I don't want to know. No, I, I don't want to know either. It's bad enough you can figure out the month that you were conceived. Yeah, I mean... You can figure that part out, but you don't need, like, the rest of the story on when and where. Right. The circumstances. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so then we jump to, we are now at 30 hours. Okay. So now he for sure has had 30 hours where he has not slept. Shit. Um, and you can tell he is destroying his shoulders, cranking on this generator right. every few minutes. Right. So he ends up... which. Kind of kills me. He ends up throwing the IV bags for the dog. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to lift my arms. Right. But he does. Yeah. So he's he makes a game out of throwing these to Sherlock. Right. And, and like playing fetch. Yeah. He basically plays uh, fetch with Sherlock. Yeah. And then we get to the point where, I kid you not, man, I thought I heard a gunshot and I thought it was That's Sherlock. That's exactly what it is. And I thought it was Sherlock, too, but it was a and gunshot. And at first I was like, oh, God, no. Yeah, like, I was like, if this is a dead dog situation, I'm going to be really pissed and upset. And see, initially, I thought whoever was there was just a scavenger. Right. It's a looter. It's a looter, yep. And he ends up getting into the room. Mm-hmm. Basically, he he's in camo. So Paul Walker thinks he's someone from the military who's there to help them. We have to start calling him Nolan. Nolan, that. my bad. I know. So Nolan thinks that this guy is there to help him because he's dressed yeah. in, like, full camo fatigues. Is that Yeah, he's asking, so are you, you know, with the Red Cross or FEMA? Like, how are we going to do this? Uh, yeah. And the guy's like, I don't really care how you do this. I'm going to take these brownies yep. and leave you these sodas. Yeah. Deuces. Yeah. And so Paul Walker's freaking out. Right. Well, then... Because he's trying to explain, like, man, you know, with my situation, you know, with the baby. And right. How heartless can you be? Yeah, yeah. the guy thing. is like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. And stuff like that. He's like, it's about survival now. You don't right. want to meet any of the other people outside, exactly. is what he tells him, yep. basically. So, Sherlock to the rescue. Yep. He comes in, and he's working and growling, and he attacks this guy and is, like, holding on to the bag that he's got thrown over his shoulder. Well, he also pulled a gun, though. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a gun. Paul Walker is trying to restrain him, and the dog is biting on the other arm. Mm -hmm. The gun goes off, but then it, like, clicks open like it's out of ammo. Right. And the guy basically... Takes off. Takes off, and Sherlock follows to, like, tear him up, because Sherlock's pissed. And then Paul Walker sees an IV bag on the floor. Mm -hmm. That's what he needs for his daughter. And he's like, dude, just drop the bag. Right. He wants the IV bag. Yeah. But at this point, the guy and Sherlock are gone. Yeah. And this is where yep. he finds Nurse Shelley. And she's dead. The guy had shot her. That's yep. the first thing we heard. I know. I was so bummed when I saw her. I was too. And Paul Walker was... I didn't Did, cry. I know, right? Good you for you. You were about to ask me. Good. I know it. Good for you. You didn't <laughs> I cry. wasn't crying, Don't but clap. I saw like... Shut up. <sighs> <laughs> I did not cry. Good for you. So, 
you see Paul Walker's like, she was a nurse. She was trying to help people. Yeah, and he's exactly. like falling to pieces because I didn't even realize this. Mm-hmm. A, she was bringing supplies for the baby. Right. And B, she would have been somebody else to crank the machine. Exactly. That's, he could I didn't have even, slept and I he could have given that. his shoulders a break. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I just thought of it just yeah. now. It just occurred to me. Yep. So then we jumped. It's 38 hours. No sleep. Right. And now he's seeing Abby, mm-hmm. his wife. Right. In the red talking. dress from the conception flashback. <laughs> and they're talking together. Yeah. And basically she's telling him, you're going to be a great dad because I wanted to go out and get drunk. And you said, no, we had to go to work on the, in the morning. Right. Which I thought was kind of sweet and a little bit like, how tired is this guy? Yeah. Well, and I, you would have thought she would have said something along. I mean, I know obviously... You know, right. like you said, he was, you know, because of the lack of sleep, it's not like she was Probably really there. Probably hallucinating, yeah. Yeah. But or I would like have, a daydream. Yeah. But I would have thought she would have said something like, well, I could tell that you're going to be a good dad based on what you're doing right now. That would have been, I think, more in line with the film. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I kind of get it, though, because that would have meant that he had to have, like, a higher processing right like my cognitive ability then honestly he really did yeah too. that's true so and we also find out sherlock is still not back he's right you know Nolan is there with the baby alone still. yeah and at one point he's trying to like tie his shoe to the crank yeah so that because way, his shoulders are just gone yeah so that way he can just use her, his legs to crank mm-hmm. it and at this point, we're still losing time. We're still, it's, yeah, at this point, I think we're under a minute 45. Oh, I yeah, a minute 45, yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. And you realize, or he, I guess, realized that he's got to stay awake, so he goes looking for adrenaline, mm-hmm. finds it, shoots himself up with it, and you can see, like, yeah. instant awake. Yeah. He's like, I should have done this yesterday. Like, he's back. He's with it, see, at least for now. I would have been I would have been so scared. To shoot yourself full of adrenaline? Yes. I don't think he had any options, and I don't think he... Cared It was like time. a last ditch. Yeah. He was either going to die, and the yeah. baby was going to die. That's true. Or he was going to stay awake, and the baby was going to live. That's true. So I had to give him that. Yeah. Uh, he goes to get another one. Mm-hmm. And while he is, like, in the, the, I guess, the bathroom of the floor. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Two more, now these guys aren't scavengers, they're looters. They're 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 there for the drugs. Yes. And they're armed. They've got guns. And one of them is talking about, let's bring them out so we can just pop them now and be done with it. Right. So Paul Walker's hearing all, Nolan is hearing (laughs) all of that, and he's, like, kind of staying hidden because he doesn't have anything. Yeah. And... The one guy, the the black, basically, drug dealer. There's yeah. a black guy and a Hispanic guy. The black guy goes down the room because the machine starts beeping because right. it's running out of time. Yeah. Well, he's looking at it, and he's like, holy crap, it's a baby? baby. Like, what is a bit like? So this yeah. guy has a shred of humanity. Right. And he's like, it's a baby. Like, what are you doing here? It's just a baby. Yeah. Like, what's happening? The other guy is just getting the drugs. The other guy is just, just, he just wants yeah. the drugs. He's yeah. like, the hydrocodone first and this stuff. And yeah. he's not only just stealing them, he's taking them while he's doing yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And then Nolan walks up with fists full of the adrenaline mm-hmm. shots. And mm-hmm. he, like, smashes them into the yeah. guy's back, injects all of them. Well, he does that to the guy who's getting the, the drugs. The Mexican, yeah. Yeah. The Mexican uh, guy that's like, we're just going to pop whoever shows up. Yeah. So basically, it's like an instant cardiac arrest. Oh, yeah. He's dead. 
dude, on the floor. Yeah, dude drops. He's not quite dead. Well, whatever. Because he's still enough. twitching for a little while. Okay, well, close enough. He's not getting up. Yeah. <laughs> and then, because of how he did it, he didn't make any noise. Right. So the black guy is still at the door just staring at this baby, and he doesn't understand what he's looking at. Yeah. You can see, like, who left a baby here exactly. is what his face is saying. Paul Walker grabs the rifle from the Mexican drug dealer. Just pops him. Sticks it in his face, and when the guy makes a move... Boom. Boom. Yeah, Paul Walker doesn't have time for your crap. <laughs> Nolan. Nolan. Nolan Hayes doesn't have <laughs> time for nothing. That's <laughs> probably what it said on the Paul, on the poster. Paul Walker, scratch. Nolan Hayes. <laughs> Nolan Hayes. <laughs> doesn't have time Honestly, for Honestly, he was the only real big name in this oh, movie. Of course, so, yeah. of course, he's all over everything. Yeah. Um, but then you see, basically, he is zombie mode. Like, he's yeah. on autopilot at this point. Right. He tapes up his hands because they're covered in blisters. Mm. And then he breaks the hand crank. I know. I was like, no. It finally Look. snaps, and he is like, no, no. And he's trying to, like, put it back, and he can't. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up, you know, it's been two days, so he takes the vent yeah. tube out of his daughter. And he basically disconnects her from everything. Right. And you see him just taking these deep breaths. It's like he's waiting for her yeah. to do something. Right. And he ends up just going down. Yeah. He just can't He can't hold himself up anymore. And he drops, but he drops out of the doorway of her room. Mm-hmm. So he's just kind of in the hall. And then what do we hear? Not Todd. Not Todd. <laughs> <laughs> we um, hear the barking. Oh, yeah. And then these two people, yeah, yay, Sherlock, good boy, Sherlock. I know, you're a good Good dog, Lassie, whatever. Um, So you see these two guys, and you can tell, like, they're the EMTs, they're like, you've got one really smart dog, and they're, like, take, you know, trying to get him onto a gurney and get him out, and he's like, my baby, and he's trying to tell them, but he can't. Yeah. And they're like, just calm down, everything's fine. And then we hear Abby crying, crying down the hall. Which, from earlier, we were told if she starts crying, that's a good thing. It's a she's good okay. sign, yeah. So they go to back, they get Abby, they put her basically on his chest, chest. And, and she's he, crying the whole time. And he carries her out. Yeah. And that's where and it that's ends. How it ends, yep. The only thing that could have made this better is just that 30-second epilogue where it shows, like, him and, like, toddler Abby and Sherlock. Yeah, I know, right? That would have been perfect for me. I'd like to think that he adopted Sherlock later. I think so, too. Because he was a rescue dog. He might as well get rescued again. That's true. Okay. So, what shall we use to do our rating system? Random children. (laughs) (laughs) Right? How many hand cranks are you going to give this? Mm, I'll give it a two and a half out of five. I was going to say the same. Yeah, I mean, it's a decent movie. It's It's a good movie, but it's not one I'm really going to reach for. Exactly. But it wasn't a waste of time movie either. I mean, it was pretty good. So I looked it up. You know me. I don't Mm -hmm. look up anything before I start watching a movie, but I pulled it up on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. And the tomato meter and the audience meter were the same. They're both at 61%. That's not bad. I mean, that's pretty good. I think that's fair. Yeah, Yeah, I think, and it's a, it matches... Yeah. How I kind of feel about it, too. Right. So that was pretty good. So I know you're looking up all of your fun facts. Right. Do you have any fun facts? Uh, Just kind of a set of stuff because the whole no sleep thing fascinated me. So okay. I hopped on Google because that's what I do. Okay. And I typed in what happens when you don't sleep. And I found this article that kind of goes over everything. Okay. So the first 24 hours of not sleeping, you are now functioning cognitively as if you have a point one 
uh, level of intoxication. So basically, you're functioning as if you're drunk. Yeah. That's, That's after 24 hours. So you, you've wow. got that kind of level of impairment. Right. After 36 hours, you start having, like, inflammatory markers. Like, your blood pressure's jacked up. Uh, your hormones are messed up. Your memory is yeah. sketchy. And you have symptoms that actually mimic dehydration. Like, you'll hear buzzing in your ears and your vision comes and goes, blurs right. a little bit. Right, Wow. So at 48 hours, this is where you start having micro-sleeps and disorientation. Mm. So a micro-sleep, usually it's like, uh, it's almost like a mini-nap. It lasts between 3 and 30 seconds, no matter what activity you're doing. Huh. And when you come out of it, you're really disoriented, you're not aware that you've done it. Hmm. That makes sense. It does. So at 72 hours... You have major cognitive deficits, and this is where the hallucinations really start. So, were we at about 72 hours? No, the the movie only took it to about 42. Okay, okay. But here you've got, like, significant... he had had his symptoms early. (laughs) He did. (laughs) With the hallucinations and stuff. Um, Exactly. So, you have significant deficits in concentration, motivation, perception, and higher-level mental processes. Hmm. Now... I can't just stop at one article. Oh, God. So the world record holder <laughs> okay. was a 17-year-old named Randy Gardner in 1965, I believe. He went, stayed awake for 264 hours, wow. which is a little over 11 days. Why? He wanted to make a record, I guess. The others, other people who have tried have only made it like 8 to 10. Wow. Yeah, and there's no <laughs> actual, like, factual time frame that says you're going to die if you don't sleep in this amount of time. Huh. That's cool. I, I'm i sitting here going, how do you not know how long you can survive without sleep? Yeah. Nobody really knows. Well, and I guess it's probably by person, you know, it depends on the person. Well, I mean, if you think about it, your body will do everything in its power not yeah. to die. So That's if true. you're just not sleeping... As soon as you stop moving, if you're into that area, you're dropping like a stone and you're sleeping. Yeah, that's true. So, I guess that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, what do you have for us? You always have fun stuff. Well, there's not a ton of, you know, facts for this movie, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of Paul Walker's last movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he passed away two weeks before this movie was released in the United States. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who wrote this on IMDb. Okay. Um, it says, this father of the year charged the battery at least 1,280 times. Who the heck put father of the year? Why don't they just put, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> that's over 5,200 cranks on the generator handle. So, See, that's awesome. That's cool, but it's like somebody actually took the time to count this? Well, I mean, they tell you it was 42 hours. So if you take 42 and divide it by... That's math. I don't do math. Right. So you basically take 42... Let's do it. Let's check it out. Okay, Okay, so this is what we're going to do. Nikki's going to do the math. I'm going to do... Well, my calculator's going to do the math. Wow. So let's pull it up. So we had 42 hours... You realize this is a podcast and people can't see you. (laughs) 60. That is 2,520 minutes. Okay. So we divide that by 3. No, we should probably do like 2.5 because that's about what the average was, right? I don't know. So two and a half minutes... That would be 1,008 resets on the battery. Okay. So if he cranked it like three or four times each, uh-huh. 
That's 3,024 cranks. Okay. So somebody on IMDb's math is jacked up. Well, whoever wrote this father <laughs> of the year probably... Although it could be us that's jacked up. Don't don't take us at our word. Neither one of True. us are math people. True. And they may have gone into more detail. Like yeah. from this these hours to these hours, it was three minutes. But from these hours to these hours, right. it was only one. Yeah. So I, I just kind of ran with like a law of averages. Yeah. So, but that's really all I've got. Okay. There wasn't a lot of trivia and stuff from IMDb on here. Okay, so for this, of course, Paul Walker played Nolan Hayes. Right. He's known from the Fast and the Furious franchise and the fact that he had passed away November 30th mm-hmm. of 2013. I know. He did a bunch of other movies, too, and it's movies that we saw as teenagers. Yeah. Like Varsity Blues was a big one. Oh, yeah. Um, She's what, All That. It? She's All That. Yep. Yeah. A bun- and he had just bit parts in everything. Right. And then Fast and the Furious exactly. just launched him. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then, uh, let's see, Genesis Rodriguez played uh, Abby, Mom Abby. Yeah. And she had a bunch of movies I've heard of but never watched. Oh, okay. Um, and she has done a lot of voiceover stuff, and she's done some Spanish stuff. Okay. So Shelly, mm-hmm. Nurse Shelly, was Carrie Cahill. She's got 47 projects under her belt. She's done lots of TV appearances. Okay. And right now she's working on Walking Dead. Did you go to, like, The Walking Dead to see what her name was? No, I should have. You um, should have. Dang it. <laughs> um, and she does have several films as well, but I think she's mostly in supporting yeah. roles, like uh, Free State of Jones, okay. that kind of stuff. Okay. She's got some, some pretty big names in there, but yeah. I don't recognize her from any of them, right. so she probably has bit parts. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Edmund... Was played by a young man named Johannes Miles. Dr. Douche. Dr. Douche. He has 43 projects under his name. Most of them look like B-movies or TV appearances. Oh, okay. So it's like movies I've never heard of and never seen. Right. But they can look like they kind of fall into that B-movie category, which there's nothing wrong with. Right. I mean, if you can make a living, make a living. Exactly. So that is all I got. You got anything to join us with? Uh, not really. Okay. So that was our breakdown of ours. Yes. So next week, we are going to be breaking down 51st Dates with Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Yay. We finally get a happy movie. I know, right? <laughs> About time. All right, guys. So join us next week. We're going to be breaking down 51st Dates. All right. And please make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes and, you know, you can catch us anywhere on other podcast uh, mm-hmm. platforms. Also, we have a page now at Facebook. H- Facebook. Um, check out our Instagram, which, what's our Instagram? Uh, breakdown from the couch. Okay. And <laughs> also, please feel free uh, to email us at breakdownfromthecouch at gmail.com. You know, we'd love any questions. If you have any movie suggestions. We'll take them like all. That. Yep. Get them on the list. <laughs> we've also we've also got a page at ageofradio.org now. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah, Isn't that we do. sad? <laughs> that is kind of sad. So you can go there and find our page and stuff like that. So, Sweet. Yeah. And let all your friends know. We could use, you know, all the help. <laughs> help I wouldn't us. say all the help. I would say more. It'll help us grow. We we want more people to join the couch. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy the couch. There you exactly. go. Exactly. So, all right, I'm Laura. And I'm Nikki. All right, bye, guys. See you next week.